welcome to this extra special episode of Dum Dum Die. So to introduce themselves, I am Lena, and for today I am playing the detective Los Hantias. Hi everyone, I am Nelly, and today I'm going to be playing Captain Raymond Salt. I'm Stuart, and I'm going to be playing Zena Renetti. I'm playing J a Pake Geralta for IP reasons, and then Tristan <laughs> is our GM today. Yay. So Tristan, over to you. So we're playing Azorius 9-9. I've run this playtested it once before. We're going to be playing Azorius Senate Peoples in Ravnica. Standard house rules. Main goal here is fun and tell a good story together. Uh, in a second, I'm going to ask you all to describe your characters. If you can think about what your character looks like in this fantasy Ravnica version of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nine-Nine! We jump right in. The Laev column that deals in investigations and physically enforcing the law is housed in New Prav, in Precinct 2 of the 10th District of Ravnica. And let us consult said book to describe this place. <laughs> it is the tallest structure in the 10th District, the austere New Prav, which consists of three towering columns, reminding everyone of the omnipresence of the Azorius Senate. Each column serves as the headquarters for one of the three branches of the Senate. Inside, spacious chambers on the lower floors give way to a host of offices upstairs where day-to-day -day assignments are issued and the strategy of maintaining law is continually honed. <laughs> Musterings and meetings happen on the morgue level. I don't know why. And in the bowels of the building, the musty air reminds you of the unmoving foundations of justice. At this stage, I would like you each to describe your characters and uh, where they might be in the briefing room, this uh, musterings and meetings office. Losa is, she's pretty much standing at the back of the briefing room, kind of leaning against the wall, looking at the other people filing in. She's hardly interested in what's going on around here until the briefing actually starts. She's wearing her uniformed coat, just like a very long coat coming down to her knees with a blue and white uniform badge of office is currently pinned to her uniform uh, just above the breast and her long black hair is flowing around her shoulders and she's got a very stern expression on her face as people file in. Just on brand. Alright, so I'm the captain, so obviously I'm up front. I'm at, staying at the, at the podium. I'm a tall, older gentleman. I look stoic, but I could be happy, I could be sad, I could be ecstatic, you'll never know. And I'm just preparing my paperwork at the podium, at the front of, of the room, and I'm just waiting for everyone to sit and get settled. And uh, I'm wearing um, also military, like not, not military, also um, my uniform. Uh, dark, um, dark fine clothes, so to speak, and uh, you can see my rank as captain. Zena Renetti is standing next to Captain Ray Salt. She is dressed in everyday civilian clothing. So yeah, she's dressed in like um, a pink jersey and uh, what could be considered to be like denim jeans and filing her nails next to Captain Ray Salt. I'm sort of in the middle. Of, of the room, chatting to other people in the room and just talking about the criminal I caught last night who was super, super dangerous and I caught him all by myself. I'm dressed in casual commoners clothing. However, I've got my badge pinned on the inside of my jacket. I am just telling everyone that I'm pretty cool and I'm sitting on, not on a chair, I'm like leaning on a desk. That is my general vibe. And I have long hair because it's Ravnica. And I think Paik, could pull off long hair. 
So, but it's not like in a ponytail. It's loose. Derry Jeffs is standing towards the back of the room. I'm standing against the wall, quite near the door, making sure that everybody is, well, that everybody's present. I'm very tall. Um, I'm a very large gentleman. I am dressed in, I'm dressed in fine clothing with um, half plate armor and my Azorius insignia is very visible. It is pinned to my chest plate um, <laughs> where everybody can see it and everything is looking very shiny and I am trying to look very stern. So those are our key officers who will be going on this adventure for today. I've just sent a little text for Nelly to read because Captain Ray Salt gathers everyone's attention and is ready to give their daily briefing. Yes, of course. Good morning, everyone. Get seated. Don't get comfortable. Arbiter Leonis II, overseeing the Silver Column, is distressed with the murder of one of his judges. Deputy Senator Brazier was meant to preside over a court ruling on the conviction of Advocate Hagen this week. It had come to light that Hagen may be embroiled in certain rulings over convicted prisoners. Brazia had been stalwart in her previous decisions. I like that. I like a woman who's firm. And then five days after, saying a particular prisoner connected to Hagen behind bars, she was found dead in her home. With 48 hours to go until Hagen was meant to go to trial, you can see how this is not ideal. Supreme Judge Isperia, I know her, has advised that it is public knowledge that the Azorius work with the uh, Celestia Conclave Boris Legion, and Orzkov Syndicate. Seeing as the latter is potentially implicated in this investigation, the Sphinx urges us to tread carefully. We are aware that various advocates were working with the Senator uh, Brazia, and that the case with Hagen was quite rare. What we do know is that the sole witness of the murder was Homunculus, who has since escaped Azora's protection. Details from the crime scene are being handled by Detective Lonehank. If we can track him down, track down this lead, I say, we can find Brazia's killer. Use your contacts, use your insights. Let's get out there, team. Dismissed. Dark Wolf, thank you so, so much for the note. I realize it's because I've made a different setup today and the keyboard is right by my mic. <laughs> so that's why. So I'm not going <laughs> to... Yeah, he's like, it's, it's not like crazy loud, but it's loud. So I'm not going to type, but when you, when you guys... Oh, in chat, I am looking at it and I'll do like thumbs up and things. When Captain Ho Captain Salt mentioned the Sphinx, I just whispered to someone nearby. I'm like, having a nickname is so cool. Well, everyone, what are you doing? Why are you still here? I turn to the person nearest me who I imagine is, uh, is Derry. And I'm like, or Losa. And I say, uh, I was focused on the Sphinx being so cool, AKA the chat. <laughs> so um, I, what are we doing? <laughs> Loza is just going to sigh in disbelief and go, we're supposed to go and investigate this murder. Cool, 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 cool. supposed to be paying attention to the captain. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Is everybody ready to get going? I'm always ready. I say as I try and get up and I, I like maybe bump a couple desks and try and look cool. And where are you going? I'm just going to hang back and let the others tell me. <laughs> All right, team, I think what we need is a plan. The captain is relying on us to do our best. Does anybody have any contacts or leads that we could possibly use? I've got a lead, but uh, I'm kind of loath to to go to him. Is he your lover? Is that why? Losa, tell me everything. So I just keep this kind of death glare at this stupid and inane statement and go, 
of course it's not 100%. I feel like that's yes, what you would say. So yes, we have every, we need to use every lead we have. I insist well. use it. I, I'll go and speak to him, Captain. Yeah, we can find him in the Rockville sector. I know him from a sort of an incident that happened a few years back. Let's just go. I, I look kind of uncomfortable from being in the spotlight so long. Just kind of walk <laughs> off going to the door. Excellent. Do you all follow? Yeah, I'll follow. And I'm just going to be like, oh, Lose has a secret story. And I'm going to look very excited. All right. I'm going to be like sort of at the back because I'm, I need to make sure that everybody's going to be involved with this investigation. I look at everyone and I say, okay, team, I'm going to speak to the mortician and look at the, look at the judge's body and see if there are any more clues. And I'm going to walk to the morgue. And Zena goes, I go where the captain goes. Exit stage left and voraciously walks out. Excellent. Well, it looks like we have now split the party. So let's do <laughs> that D&D thing. Um, cool. So the group of you that are being led by Losa to Precinct 5, which is where Losa remembers you can find this particular contact somehow associated with the Rakdos. We'll, we'll go there first, and then we'll cut back to the captain and Xena, who go to the morgue level to inspect some things. Cool. So, snap, flash, fade to the entrance to this pain club, which let us consult a uh, book once again. Security, privacy, and terror are the priorities of every Rakdos nightclub. If I could share a map with you, I would. Um, but the first thing you notice upon entering this place, which Losa, you recall with no small amount of disgust from your time, it was vivid and it was very romantic at the same time. I knew uh, it. You step into an, an entry vestibule. Uh, if anyone knows the, the Rakdos map for the, the nightclub, I am referencing that thing pretty much almost directly. So as you walk in, it's sort of late morning, maybe midday. So it's, it's that weird smell of nightclubs you get when you walk in there and it's not late at night and you're not a little bit inebriated, it's just a little bit sickly. But to your left immediately, there's a short counter and there is a, a lizard folk uh, behind it. Sort of you see a coat rack and then a door behind them leading to assumedly security areas and they are just sort of manning a double door entrance into a massive the club itself and as you walk in they they give a nod to you i'm just going to walk up to the lizard folk and say we're looking for pimento is he about oh i, I didn't know he was expecting coppers uh, yeah yeah he's inside uh, you don't cause any trouble now you're here and he smokes i seriously think about punching him but I restrain myself because we're here in business <laughs> I turn to the rest of my, my group and say we might want to remove our badges here cops are not really welcome in this district and I what? fiddle taking off my badge and putting it into my coat pocket mine was already hidden I've got undercover waxed and then I'm going to turn to Derry and wisp and mouth the words pimento and then turn back looking cool under no Excellent. circumstances am I removing my insignia and I'm going to sort of shine it like but more with my sleeves so that it shines even brighter. The lizard folk entryway person just sniggers and goes, <laughs> Azorius, so orderly. 
as as he says that, I'm just gonna like turn around and and push him up against the wall and say, "Hold your tongue, lizard, unless you want to lose it." Oh, so very unazorious of you. Of course, of course. I turn around in disgust and start making my way into the nightclub. Cool. You enter into a large nightclub-y area. On the one end are just sort of booths uh, cornered off like private um, areas. And then there's a couple of tables dotted around. What catches your eye immediately with the really high ceiling are these suspended cages. And for those of you who know how Rakdos nightclubs work generally, they'll put animals or people in there to do crazy blood things. On the other end of this massive area that you've you've entered into is um, a, a raised stage, sort of conventional theatrical sort of stage itself, and there are hanging cages, uh, three of them, and sitting on the edge is a man, Losa, you recognize, and some of you might as well, uh, a lean citizen with wild dark hair and crazy eyes. They're dressed somewhat slovenly at the moment, but um, he seems friendly and approachable enough. Losa, you know this is until it seems pertinent that he stabbed them. And is he currently conscious or not? He is indeed. He's sitting perched on the edge of the stage. There's um, dim light. It's mostly dark, but then these weird red lights and yellow lights uh, here and there. So he's got this weird contrast on his face, but he's just sitting there thinking, slightly rocking on the edge of the stage. If you glance around, the only other figure in the area is what looks to be a woman, tall, lithe, thin, pale skin, um, sitting cross-legged, arms akimbo on the table with like red drapings and a massive horned helm on her head and dark eye makeup and thick black uh, lipstick lips. And she just watches you as you walk in and gives you a nod. Yeah, so I'm just going to like look around the club as I walk in, just assessing that uh, there's no immediate threats and I walk up to Pimento and like kind of kick him in the boot, say, Pimento. He looks at you and goes, I know, TS. And we're gonna snap really quickly to the morgue level where we have Zena and Salt. Uh, you walk in, it's where bodies are, are kept. And as you walk in, you see the familiar sight of two gross looking, overweight Azorius Law Mage goblins. <laughs> Once excellent detectives in their prime, but they've clearly moved beyond that. Uh, you know this to be Spock and Scrully, and uh, they are standing next to Detective Lohank uh, going over some papers, and the body is just pulled out of a drawer on the other end of the room. What would you like to do? Gentlemen, goblins, and I, I address them, and I say, so what do we know about the body? Can you tell me about what happened to the poor judge? Detective Lohank uh, turns to you and Captain? Uh, yes, yes, indeed. Uh, so um, my men discovered that uh, it was a stabbing, clearly. Clearly a stabbing knife in the back. Can you tell me the nature of the stabbing? Was it close? Was there any resistance? How deep was the wound? Excellent question, excellent question. He looks looks a bit lost for the moment, and he goes, uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, well, it was, um, we can surmise by the uh, size of the, the wound, it's uh, close, uh, close stabbing. Um, it seems to have been a surprise attack because there was no other struggle other than that. So there was no fight. Uh, however they were killed, it was done in surprise. Hmm. And I looked at Zena and I say, well, perhaps the judge knew this person and didn't resist. Does Zena know the judge? Do you want to roll for me like a history check? I feel like here's the perfect point to say, chat, does Zena uh -huh. know the dead judge? 
Kirsten, if, if Tristan wants you to roll history, you can roll that history. And then depending on if chat says you do or don't know him, and depending on the role, then Tristan will give you information or not. Yes. While she's having a think and Xena like goes to her brain cavern, the two overweight uh, goblins uh, turn to you, Captain, and they say, you know what? If I were a homunculus, I'd get as far away from the scene of the crime as possible. Yeah. Yeah. See, the closer you are to danger, the farther you are away from harm. That's that's the truth. That's the I'm thinking smart. <laughs> Indeed, Jasmine. The word I you are indeed thinking. Smart is not the word I would use for you. <laughs> they have no reply. They go, mm, true, Captain, true. I rolled a three. Oh. Okay. So for the moment, you're just like, I don't recognize this face at all. We'll see if anything <laughs> suddenly strikes you like a lightning bolt. In the interim, I'll ask the detective as well. Lohank, is there any signal, any signs you can find of the homunculus? Anything that could have given us a hint as to where it's gone? Or anything we can find and detect it? I've, I've got some of my best men out on the streets currently looking. They're, they're tracking it down. It seems to have fled the scene in, in quite a rush. Uh, it definitely seems scared. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, we're on it, Captain. Monculi are known to be quite gentle creatures, but scared is not what we need it to be. Zena, do you have something to say? Chat says, Dark Wolf says, uh, she performed a thing for him once. Yeah, okay. She was great, apparently. It was her dance crew. He pulled a face to hide how in awe he was, when in actual fact, in real life, he was just walking past the window of their dance studio and was, like, staring at the dance studio window, checking his face or something. That is the memory you have, and it'll be remembered the way you think. Oh, another fan falls to the lives of, like, dastardly people. Humunculus, uh, <laughs> what do we know about them? They, they're small wings they look like a teddy bear with wings if i were to adopt one where would i find it <laughs> <laughs> maybe this one needs Perhaps. a home maybe it might after this um but yeah detective lohang says um yeah got, got my best men on it i think if you can if you can get any any leads uh, to help us captain that would be much appreciated mm. continue as you were and i'm gonna walk out the the morgue and uh, i'll look to xena and say I, I, I think we should we need to find out if the rest of the team has any more leads. In this world, how do I communicate? Do I use like uh, Does anyone like have ideas of how to in Ravnica? Do you not have message? I feel like there's a message the switchboard. Yeah, there must be. There must be like a maid you can go to who like uh, has it ready to go, like all officers uh, and can communicate. So yeah, you can probably go to uh, your office and there's a means of sending a message to find out where everyone is. And you can do just that. All right, I'm gonna go to the office, gonna pick up my mage phone, and I'm going to contact Derry, and I'll say to Derry, follow up with any contacts, we need a lead right now. All we know is that the attacker was definitely quite close to the judge, was able to attack, attack the judge quite quickly, and the judge may have known the attacker. What leads do you have for me? And I pass that on. I'm hoping that was under 25 words, but it probably cut off just at the very End of it, but you got most of the message, uh, Sergeant. So you have 25 <laughs> words to reply. Captain, we are in a place of ill repute. It reeks of violence and death. Losa appears to be meeting her lover. And as you reply, we are back in where you are replying from. Uh, Pimenta looks at Losa, having just greeted you, and goes, Um, so, okay, I may have gotten myself into something a little exceptional, 
you don't need the details. There was a bet, a deal I lost. To save my soul, I've got to wow a crowd at this club. Problem is, it's a Rakdos club, and we all know they prefer blood and gore in their shows. I, I can't do it alone. Please, please help me. If if two of you even join me on stage, the other two can be plants in, in, in to make an audience to to maybe just show how good it's going, and then then I might get my soul back, and then I'll tell you what a spirit told me about this homunculus that you're looking for. Pake lifts lifts his I, hand, and he's like, oh, "Me, me, I'll be on stage. I'll be on stage, undercover on stage in Rakdos. Yes!" And then. He's just like looking around for costumes. He's just like, and then we're going to get information. This is going to be epic. I'm just going to turn to Pimenta and say, I've seen your shows. They suck. He looks at you and goes, not untrue. Kind of hurtful, but I like it. And I'm going to shout from like the corner where I was looking at like curtains or something to see if I could turn it into a costume. I was like, not with me in it. Yes. Rollo. Investigation check if you're looking for something in and around to kind of add to your your skill. In the meantime, Losa, can you please roll a d8 for me? Five. All right, I'm, uh, you're rolling on the performance options table for a Rakdos uh, club, and number five is a pain artist. So, uh, Pimento or is it Pimento? Yeah, Pimento uh, suggests that you you do that standard thing where it's just about pain. If you if you can maybe just hit him and, and damage him and hurt him, and, and that'll impress uh, the lady in the back, and that then he can get his soul back. Losa gets this really small, just hint of a smile at the corner of the lips. <laughs> he goes, huh. kind of like last time, eh? I can do that. <laughs> he gives you a smile and a wink. All right, all right, uh, we've got a few minutes to practice. I was, I was allowed a rehearsal time. All right, you. What are, you, what are you doing there? Geralta. Um, I rolled 18. <laughs> 18. Yeah, you find like some old rags and stuff on the side and you can like swirl it around you to make like a cool cape. Which I do. It's probably the coolest cape you've ever seen. And you know what? I'm going to use the skill that lets me be better at charisma. Yeah, okay. I'm going to augment uh. my presence with <laughs> divine power. As a bonus action, I grant myself plus five bonus to charisma. Very for the good. next 10 minutes. I'm just like, this is the moment you've been waiting for. Undercover on stage at Rakdos. Boom. And then as I put the cloak on, it's like that where people wipe their hand in front of their face and they're like smiling. Not smiling. Smiling. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to do. Sergeant Jeffs and Detective Tears, suddenly something about Geralta in that cape, in that light on that stage is just incredibly appealing. He looks like he's got it. I, I'm willing to assist. It looks like Geralta has the right idea, and we should be doing this in order to help Pimento to save his soul. So I'm going to, to march up towards the stage. Jeffs, you look like you swing a mean punch. Maybe um, you, you, you hang back, you hang back. You just, um, you just give me a good applause. Yeah, okay, <clears throat> let's, let's do this thing. Pake is gonna be a little bit offended. And then he's going to look at Derry and he's going to be like, no, I mean, fair enough. Actually, Losa, can you just roll an attack? Just use your strength bonus. I'm assuming you can describe how you want to attack him. And then Peralta, Geralta, can you roll a performance check? And because of what you've done, I know you've got a high charisma. I don't know if it'll affect your performance stat. <laughs> um, so I rolled two 
I got a plus three. <laughs> and my other, um, the thing said plus five, but it said to persuasion. So I think I rolled five. Uh, okay. All right, cool. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, Losa? No. I, cool, I cool, 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 cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not wearing like armor or anything. So how, what is the, the, how do you cause him pain? I am just going to step right up to him and ram my flat of my hand up on his chin. Oh. As hard as I can. Whack! At the same time as you do this, Geralta trying to, wow, kind of stumbles over the, the drapings that he's thrown over himself and like stumbles in the background. And there's a moment when it just looks like children messing around on stage and looks a bit horrific. Uh, Jeff's, you, you witness this from I, the audience. I can't clap. I, I can't do it. This is not entertainment. I sort of like hold air like I'm going to clap and it's, it's a real struggle and I, I just can't do it. Pimenta looks at you, looks back at the two of you on stage and goes, uh, all right, all right, that didn't, good, good work, Losa. I like the instinct, just um, let's, let's, we need blood, we need blood. Uh, Geralta, make it happen. We, we got to get blood on the stage. All right, uh, with you in a second, miss. And he, he waves to the, to the diva in the back. So I like fix my cape and I walk up quite like ostentatiously and I hold out my pike and then I realize it gets caught in the cloak. So I'm like, okay, I'll just use the dagger. And then I'll pull out a little dagger. And then I'm like, uh, stabby stab. And then I'm going to try stab him, but like in the shoulder or something. You can roll that attack. While Losa, what is the next thing you do to, to create this pain art? I think what I'm going to do is a, a series of combination attacks. I'll backhand him across the face mm -hmm. and then immediately dip my hand and smack him straight in the balls. And as he bends over, I'm going to elbow him against the chin again. And as he falls backwards, I'm going to help him fall over and slam him into the ground. Amazing. Can you please roll for me three different strength checks and then just give them to me in, in sequence? Geralta, what was your roll? 13. Jeff, you're about to witness. You're about to witness some things. All right. I'm about to witness intense violence. Those are actually really good rolls. 14, 17, and 15. I like this. Dice. Amazing. So it is exactly as you described. Pimento is still looking at Geralta. You come up and you just wham, wham. He bends over double. When he's on the ground, you get into him. Geralta walks up to his prone body and goes, yeah! <laughs> and stab. <laughs> punctuation at the end is a stab in his shoulder. Blood pouring from it. He, he winces and whines on the floor. And Jeff's, you hear in the back corner a little bit of a giggle and a polite golf clap from the diva in the back. I am absolutely mortified <laughs> by this display of violence. And I'm going to walk up onto the stage and I'm going to say the ultimate object of the law is to remove violence from society. And I'm going to start like trying to like gather everybody together to make amends. Violence is not the way. So I'm As you do so... I'm just going to turn to Geraldo and say, get him out of here. He's going to ruin the plan. And, and then I'm going to say, all right, 100% Clutch. That's your nickname I gave you for Undercover. I'm Painsky, you're Clutch. Okay, I'm going to go grab, I'm going to go grab Dodo. That's it. That's, that's dairy. And then I'm going to grab him and uh, use my persuasion, which didn't work for my charisma, to uh, sort of usher him out the club. 
All right. As you attempt to kind of deal with each other, uh, Jeff's wanting to stop the violence. You just wanted to get him out of the plan. Pimento kind of brings himself to his feet, and you see him looking past this fuffling on stage, and uh, he spots the diva rise gracefully from her seat, turn and waft out through an adjoining door, seemingly pleased. And he looks at you both and then goes, "It's all right. I think, I think she's pleased. We did all right." And he spits out some blood. Yeah, that was fun. Let's do it again. He winks at you one more time. I said I'd give you some information. Thank you. Thank you for getting me my soul. There's this spirit that spoke to me once, just outside of Viscopa Bank. It says there's an entrance from the Western Plaza, and if you knock seven times on the grate to the drainage shaped like a banana, there's a way through. They said they saw a little homunculus creature fly in through one of the tower windows. That's how you get in. That's how you find your homunculus. So I'm gonna flip out a little notebook and just take notes of everything he's saying. Because mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. no way I'm gonna remember all of that. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally fine. As makes note, he goes, "I gotta thank you guys. That was that was amazing." Anytime. I'll uh, I'll come back for a repeat later. Uh, turn around and stop walking to the door again. <laughs> Jorotha, what are you doing? We shouldn't be doing this. Violence is not the way that Azoria. Sh- I'm gonna say to him. Derry, you confuse me. You are built for violence. But it's fine. We've Look, we've got a really cool clue. There's a banana. There's a secret knock. Come on, Clutch. Come on, Painsky. Come on, Dodo. That's your nickname, by the way. I point to Derry. And I'm going to look around. And is there anyone else in the club? I'm like, I'm, I'm keeping this. I feel like I deserve... I earned this. And then I'm going to keep the drape. There is a, another lizard folk uh, just in the corner that seems to have entered with a mop in a in a bucket and looks up at you and goes mm-hmm. carries on mopping i'm like that's consent sweet and then i'm gonna walk out i'm just gonna say to Derry, i respectfully disagree i feel like we helped him even if it was in a highly entertaining way and i'm gonna lean in and say title of your sex tape Holly, i feel like you've got these all written down you're ready to fire <laughs> My facial expression is like, you know, that, that painting of that guy like screaming into the bus or whatever it is. <laughs> the scream. Yeah, the scream. Yeah. My face is that like that. Like I'm I'm so like I I'm kind of disgusted and I'm mortified and like I don't understand why I'm friends with these people. With these thoughts and feelings, you step out into the relatively fresh air of Ravnica in the afternoon. Uh, what are the two, Xena and Salt, doing? So you just had this message. They told you what was up. What do you do with that information? Where are you now? I would have gone to my back to my office, and I call Xena into my office. I ask her to close the door, and I said, like, I think it's not the homunculus. I need to make a call. I'm going to try to contact the Supreme Judge Isperia, and... Um, mm-hmm. And then I said, look at Xena. So like, this is on the hush hush between you and I. Xena's uh, just like miming a sh- <laughs> you don't see anything <laughs> kind of motion. But then she like runs right up to Holt, like basically almost like he's holding a, a phone and it's like trying to listen in onto the, to the message. The telepathic conversation. Yes. Good. Yeah. Should be good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have more personal contact, but as you were, and I kind of slowly push her away. And I'm going to call the Supreme Judge Isperia and say, I suspect the homunculus is not at fault here. We should try to make sure no one tries to kill it in case this is an inside job. Do you know anything that might help my team and I? There's a moment of silence. 
before you you hear a response in your brain with the the message spell and it says your call is important to us please hold <laughs> and you don't hear anything else <laughs> damn it don't these people know we're being serious okay let me call Derry. hopefully they have more information for us I like the idea of like an unlimited uh, message spell in your office that you can just like contact all the people. I, I abhor going out and dealing with people too much. So I contact Derry and I say, Derry, do you have news for me? Do you have a lead? Captain, we have a lead. Meet us at the banana. For Scorpio Bank! Oh, right. I'm going to say you can hear that. You still have some that, more words. Do so you just leave it at that? My what are my other words? Derry loves bananas. Yes. <laughs> the last thing you hear, word. Captain. Derry loves bananas. Well, it explains why that man is so huge. He does eat a lot of bananas. Azina, um, we're going to the bank. We're going to say that we, we, we cut, we, we fade to you rejoining with your entire party, because I will assume that the sergeant and Losa with Geralta will start making your way to the place. So you make your way to precinct one, take some time. I think it takes roughly like 20 minutes to get across the precincts. And you meet up in the plaza with everyone and you share the information that Losa has written down in the notebook so you know exactly where to find this one particular grate shaped like a banana on the side of Viscopa Bank and you see an entrance that reveals itself to you. What time of day is this right now? It should be, we're going to say it's like mid-afternoon at this point. Okay, so it'll be pretty conspicuous of a group of people in the plaza now going towards this banana-shaped grate. <laughs> we're like, we're going to assume that the banana-shaped grate is not in clear line of sight in the plaza. So you meet in the plaza and then you make your way to the bank and then like around the back in one of the alleys, there's a grate sort of near the ground. Yes, this is good. This will do. I'm just going to tell, every, tell everyone before we go that we are now officially Banana 7 because even though there's only five of us, Derry and Ray Salt count as two extra each because they're so amazing. And we have to knock seven times. So we are now Bananas 7. Well, you knock seven times and uh, the grate shifts magically aside and you are able to slip into a secret passageway. All right, team, be on your, on your, be on your guard. Zena basically looks at the grate, is not really sure it's down there. She's like, Captain, do I have to go down here? This is not like the performance life I've dreamed of. Well, Zina, you could stay out here by yourself, potentially dangerous places where there are potentially dangerous people waiting to attack you in potentially dangerous ways, but you are a woman of your own choices. But I insist you come with us. As she's, like, making her way down the grate, she, like, steps on Geralta's head, like, kind of clambers clumsily, but ends it in a fantastic dance move, like it was all intentionally planned. Excellent. So you find your your way into a dark corridor that has a few sparse sconces lit, showing dim light. And as you move down the corridor, you first feel the cold, and then you sense one of the indentured spirits that you know to be in and around Viscopa Bank. They are both guards and just decoration, I suppose. This one doesn't seem aggressive. It just floats towards you and nods as if it knows that you have used this entrance conspicuously and then kind of drifts by each of you and as it does you feel this cold energy and it goes back to the entrance you just came through as if to guard it and watch it. Dina start performing Thriller as a bardic inspiration to her teammate. Make a performance check. Can we do these spirits talk? So could we ask like who have you seen come past here? It knows the languages it knew in life. So you can attempt to, if you would like. I'm going to go with common 
dwarvish and minotaur like i'm not going to give it a chance to reply until i've done it in all three languages i speak and i'm going to ask who else had seen in the past day come through the banana and the word for it banana and minotaur is very strange do you know it or can you i do i do know the word for banana in minotaur <laughs> it is harunana <laughs> harunana <laughs> it kind of sounds like that song. Arunanana. That song? You know what song I'm talking about? I remember that song. <laughs> Two out of those three languages you attempt, the, the spirit doesn't seem to recognize. But one of them, it, it perks up, kind of listens, and it makes as if to respond. But all you hear is guttural breath that um, sort of leaks out into the air. But it does lift one skeletal spectral hand and then point down the corridor. Well, that was helpful. Uh, thank you. I say in all three languages. It nods and just turns its spectral body away to float near the entrance to the grate. I'm gonna say, it's probably down the corridor. Also, guys, if I turn into a spirit, please give me some breath mints or something. I hope that, bro! <laughs> <laughs> Tristan, I, I looked at Bardic Inspiration. I don't need to roll anything for it. It's just like, if you want oh, you to were just do a performance doing... check about how fantastic my thriller is. That's what I thought you were doing. But if you're just doing bardic inspiration, if you want to give that, then yeah, give it to someone and you do the dance. I just thought you wanted to demonstrate the quality of that dance. I mean, <laughs> like, it's Gina. I mean, Zena, it's fantastic. What do you mean? <laughs> of course, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. <laughs> it's a true Zena fashion. <laughs> that is the point. Who do you give so, inspiration to? Everybody gets inspired by my thrilling, thriller performance. What uh, dice do they have? Oh, very good. You all yes, feel very inspired. English! Losa, I was just going to say, hmm, oh, that was better than she usually sings, but uh, look around at people and say, stop I'm going to time. clap. I'm stop actually going time. to clap. Need to. I'm not, and, um, I'm not diddle dialing. Let's go, team. I'm going to make, you know, those motions, like, as if we're in SWAT, like, and I'm going to motion that, like, first, it would be, like, Geralta, then Losa, and then I'll, I'll show the order, and then Derry's in the back because he's like mother hen, and I'll be in the, I'll be right behind Peralta, Geralta. Fantastic. So you go down the short passageway, which um, leads to a, a winding staircase that goes up, and you suspect that you are climbing higher up a nondescript tower, uh, and at some point you you pass a level. There's a short slit of a window uh, where you see you are now like one or two stories above ground, which means you're climbing higher and higher, and eventually you. Uh, find your way to a door which does open freely and does not seem locked standing on one side of the door and i'll just show it to geralta like your side yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> nod like i know what it means and i'm gonna hold out my shield and shout azorius 99 open up and i'm gonna kick the door even though it didn't need to be kicked <laughs> i love it as i said it wasn't locked so you just boot open a door wham and uh <laughs> It's, it's a more spacious uh, corridor passageway um, that just is quietly extending ahead of you. And there's one or two doors. And then at the very end, you see a much uh, bigger double door with a, a short mantle on the side of it. So I'm just going to tell uh, Geralta, great Geralta, do you want to announce our presence to everybody here? We have to let people know that we're the, you know, the 9-9. Nine -nine. announcing that we broke into the bank? We did, and that door was open. 
Uh-huh. You have two doors shooting off on either side of this corridor, one at the very end. To your immediate left, there's a short staircase, much like the one you've climbed, but going down a different direction. You assume that leads to the more bustling areas of the bank proper. Well, if I was a homunculus, I would not go to the busy area. Let's, Tiaz, go check that, go check that door. And I, I'm whispering all this. Tiaz, go yeah. check that door. Derry, have her back. The rest of us continue going, and we'll, we'll wait for you. So I'm just going to nod at the captain and move over to the door, get in position, and uh, then I'm just going to slightly feel if the door's locked or not. You lean against it, and you, you, you hear the familiar sound of a lock in place. The door is locked. And I just turn to Derry and go, and I stand behind Derry. Can I roll perception to see if I can hear anything on the other side of the door? Like, people sure, yeah. step aside. She That's goes to the door and she does an eight knock. Eight perception. So, yeah. uh, Sergeant Derry Jeffs leans in and as you're like trying to focus, you, you hear Xena uh, come up next to you, cast her magic, and it's as if she's knocked on the door, but it has this weird arcane echo, and the door handle goes at your face and goes, you can now Thank slightly you, see into a small and she room. Steps back. Um, is there anything in the room? Do you push open the door to look a bit more? Yes. You immediately see a, a short table and chair on the one side, tiny bookshelf. Uh, there's a window looking out to the sort of skyline of Ravnica. Uh, and then you particularly see uh, chained to the ground by some sort of weird uh, magical chain, a small homunculus creature. And as it sees you, it goes, <laughs> and it tries to dart towards the window. And just before it reaches the window, the chains catch and it goes, <laughs> and falls into the ground. I'm going to rush towards it and try and use my insane barbarian strength to snap the chain. Roll for me a strengthy chain. Well, while she's doing, while there is doing that, uh, Losa's just going to stand at the door and make sure that no, no other surprises are going to charge in from the corridor or the other doors. Geralta's sulking. Geralta, fine, you can, you, go, you can go inside. Just stop sulking. Be on guard. Yes, Captain! Right. Jeff, so what was the roll? Twelve. You bend down, flex your muscles, and and the creature is is frightened at you so close and at your aggression, but you you pull and the chains don't give. There is a moment where you feel like naturally with this kind of strength that you exert on this kind of metal in this kind of arrangement, they should at least budge. Nothing happens. And as you let go, there's a there's a small glow around the manacle on the homunculus's ankle. And you suspect that this is a, a magically locked thing. I am going to shout out the room in a loud booming way oh god we go down the corridor and say captain we found the homunculus overly loudly uh, captain ray salt you hear this from the door right next to you oh my god i i I jolt because i thought it was really loud but i i i managed to keep my 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 footing and i i look around i i i'm a bit shocked i'm going to walk in i'll say xena please be a good lookout and when i say lookout i only look at your nails and I go walk inside, and uh, I see the homunculus, and I look at the manacle, I wonder, okay, that looks strange. Um, I'm, I want to cast Identify on the man- manacle to see if there's anything, what's, what's been used on it, perhaps. So it's instantaneous, so you choose one object that you must touch throughout the casting of the spell. If it is a magic item, you learn its properties and how to use them, and whether it requires attunement to use, blah, blah. But there's, no, there's like nothing else that has to be done, basically, yeah. It glows a moment and you recognize that um, the magic of this 
chain is connected to another thing, another lock, something else that controls it from a distance. And as it, it glows once more, the homunculus looks up at you and recognizes what you're doing and sentient eyes look at you and go, the magic that holds the chain is tied to a signet that Hagen wears around his neck. Zena um, yeah. whispers to Losa and is like, I wonder when they're going to realize I can unlock the manacles. Just gonna roll her eyes at this. I guess you should probably get in there then. And I, I, I'm gonna call out to 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 Zena. Zena, we need you here. And I, I look at the creature and I say, um, "Come, uh, you're in good hands now. You're amongst friends." Where? And I show my my insignia just to prove that we're we're with the authority. And I, I ask the ask the homunculus, "Do you have a name, young homunculus?" It it goes down on all fours and then stands up on its hind legs again. I always imagine Stitch uh, as a little homunculus. And it, it looks at you and goes, I it Pith. My name is Pith. I'm, I'm sorry, what? I'm not going to call you that. I'm going to call you Banana Split. That's what you are. Geralta? It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to move back. And as Gina walks in, I'm like, he shouted. He showed him the badge and I get in trouble. I was just letting everyone know the 9-9 was here. And I'm like, I'm going to call him Banana Split in my mind. And then I'm going to, like, uh, sulk against the wall. The little homunculus watches uh, one of you leave and then looks back up at uh, the captain and says, I served Brathia until the moment she was murdered. My last act was her nightly tea, which, in my defense, was later than normal. Even though I saw the assassin. If you are looking to arrest him, he's there. And the little homunculus points to behind the table and chairs in the corner. And that's when you realize slumped in the corner is the body of the agent that Pith is referring to. Good job, team. I thought you cleared this room, but at last you did not. I'm going to say I came into the room last, guys. I'm just saying I would have checked the room. And then I go check the body. So then Xena steps into the room, casts dancing lights to make a, a bright end of course you do that first and, <laughs> and then goes Sorry. and uh, touches the manacles and you hear a very loud knock and they go be free wild creature anticlimactically the chains just go and you you see the homunculus wiggle its foot out and it's free he thanks you profusely and then says uh, this morning hagen came in to congratulate the assassin paid him the gold he was owed, and then he stabbed him to death. And that's at the same time, Geralta, when you realize that the body is in fact dead. Does it look stabbed? It does in fact look stabbed. Can I use divine sense? Sure, yeah, for, for what purpose? Is this homunculi evil? You cast the spell and you, you perceive nothing in the room seems evil. Just outside the door, you question whether Losa is evil or just... <laughs> um, but your your perception extends out and what you sense further away is the lurkings of evil dark tendrils beyond your current room so no the homunculus is not seen evil to you in your senses i'm going to say it all seems to check out he looks stabbed uh the homunculi was chained um but there does seem to be a dark presence lurking we should go investigate very Lovecraftian. Good job, Geralta, for saying the obvious. I look at uh, Piff and I ask Piff, can I assist you by carrying you? You will need our, our assistance to keep you 
our care. I am happy to be kept in your care, but I need no help. I am fine. Um, I will stay in the back. <coughs> Title of your sex tape. So yeah, um, he's happy to follow you down the corridor. Okay, Derry, I charge you. You, you, the only one who has sense with minding young things. I charge you to take care of Pith. Young things. Geralta, you said you sensed a dark presence, as if this was a Lovecraftian drama. Where did you sense this presence? Uh, was it in the second room or in the double door room? It was further down this corridor. Um, you're not entirely sure whether it was the, the door to the left at the end or the big double doors at the very end of this long corridor. Captain, you're going to hate me when I say this, but it's uh, somewhere at the end of this corridor. Yes, I know. I know. And I'm going to start walking out the room. Yeah, I'm going to follow Gerald. All right, you make your way further down the passageway. You see got a plain-looking door on your left, and then ahead of you, some 15, 20 feet, are these large, uh, ornate double doors. On the one side is a mantle adjacent to the door that has three marble busts, and each is adorned with differing paraphernalia. I'm going to whisper to everyone, and I'm going to say, it's probably behind the ornate doors. Ornate doors always speak big, bad, evil. I nod approvingly at Peg's logic. I say, Mr. Mr. Piss, was it? Please may I pick you up. It will make it easier to ensure your safety. It's better for you to protect me. I, I, I will accept. And then he lifts his arms like a little child teddy bear. He's now in your care and on your person. What do you guys want to do? We need to, this is obviously a, a, a puzzle team, put your, Geralta, not your mind. So, Losa and Derry, we need, and Gina, of course. Well, Gina. We need to solve this puzzle. Geralta, just just keep your keep your wits about you and make sure no one's coming from behind. Yes, so I kind of look quizzically at the captain as he says that. Shake my head slightly. These are busts. There is obviously a clue for us to open the door. We need to arrange the busts a certain way. Does no one else do Sunday puzzles? I'm like, does the cartoon count? For you, yes. I'm gonna just sigh at the captain and go over to one of the busts and start looking over the leftmost one to see if there's like switches or buttons or what is this? Uh, as Losa approaches them, you, you see that as she lifts up one of the busts, um, they're each slotted into a groove on this mantelpiece. She picks up one on the far left, which wears a beautiful choke um, with a silver ruby inlaid in it. The one next to it wears a crown with assorted gemstones in this golden crown. And the third is a necklace made of copper coins. Attempts to steal them all. So as she reaches out for them, I'm just gonna try and slap her hands. I'm gonna say you do so. We're not going to do opposed roles here of players. We're just going to say as you Try to move the order. What order would you like so, them in uh, in relation to the door? So the door is, I say ornate, it's just um, the hinges and the handles are finely burnished, polished. They, they have the quality of a, I don't want to say gold because they're not gold, but they're shiny of that warmthy yellow metal. So when Losa picks up one of these statues, um, if she like picks up the middle one, is there a difference in weight between the two? 
they strangely feel almost identical, even though one of them has a, a silver choke on and the other one has a crown of gold. I, I'm just going to put both of them down again and say, I think we solved this by moving the jewelry around, not the busts. Okay. And we take like the middle choke and put that on the one and take this crown and put that on the left one. All right, so, so what is the arrangement of the uh, jewelry in relation to the door? What's closest and what's furthest? I'll say the crown is furthest and the necklace is in the middle. And what was the last one? The choker. A, a, there's choke? a choke of silver and then there's a necklace of copper coins. Mm. Okay, so then the choker is the closest one to the door. You make this arrangement and the heads in their little grooves on the wall don't move. Grab and go crown closest, silver next, copper last. So Losa, as you step back and go, hmm, this doesn't seem to be working. Xena walks up and goes, and arranges them and steps back and there's a moment. And then with that arrangement, the grooves go, and the door goes open slightly. It looks slightly impressed. And it goes, you're welcome. At least you do your Sunday puzzles. Good job. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> She's still eyeballing the crown. Zena, if we get out of this, I will give you the authority to maybe touch it. Let's go. I'm going to still signal to everyone, like, their formation, like, Derry in the back and uh, Losa and Geralt in the front, and I'll be behind them, and Zena behind me. You enter a uh, very short sort of entranceway that has one of those little writing desks and strange floor to ceiling art and then another set of massive wooden doors that are open uh, that spill out into an oval office that is quite massive lavish rugs and glassware adorn the floor and countertops respectively there's a globe of ravnica that's perched alongside a short bar with assorted bottles on one end in front of an immense stained glass window is a mahogany desk with legs like an elephant you know those massive thick ones and uh, there is a person sitting at the desk, what you recognize to be one of the Orzov advocates. They've got that ridiculous, they kind of look like if a Pope had a thing for gold and jewelry. It's like, it's that sort of lavish things, ridiculous hype things. Uh, he would normally be wearing some sort of massive headdress, but that's like next to him on the desk. Uh, and the man looks up short, uh, very neatly cropped beard, thinning hair, and then sort of thin eyebrows, mostly white. And he looks up as you all enter. I'm going to use my booming voice again. And I'm going to say, Azorius 99. 99! You're under arrest for the murder of Judge Brazier. He smiles very subtly and says, I imagine that you know who I am because you came into my office without an appointment. So those are lofty accusations indeed. What evidence do you have? We have a witness. Derry, why did you say that loud? <laughs> we have enough evidence to charge you. So are you going to come with us the easy way or are you going to make this hard for yourself? He leans back on his ornate leathery chair and he says, we all know what life is like in Ravnica. Everybody is busy doing something. You know, has to be somewhere. And if there are obstacles in your way, you remove them. This is Ravnica, after all. I'll admit, 
they are somewhat unorthodox methods for the Orzov, but you Azorius become increasingly difficult to bribe the longer you live. Certain judges may have been in my way. I need certain people out of jail to remain out of it so that they may continue paying their debt. It is quite simple. It seems uh, you are quite set in your way. I cannot convince you otherwise to just simply leave my office and my little friend there. Derry is going to go into a rage because how dare he try to bribe the law. Straight up, you. Can I just add something from chat? As Derry goes into rage, his pecs are going to do like the peck pops. Like, boop, boop, boop. Of course. And then I'm going wow. to look at Derry and I'm going to be like, ooh, you're in trouble now. The pecs are popping. <laughs> the the advocate Hagen looks at you, looks at the popping, the popping, the popping pecs and says, <laughs> I think you will find that I shall not be joining you. You are simply another obstacle. Everyone, please roll initiative. Yes! Come on, Peralta. Geralta. Um, I'm going to... I'm first going to yell out... Um, I probably dropped poor the piss. homunculus. Yeah. Zena is not ready. I am not ready either. I have. I, I got a four. Yeah, I was um, like, oh, oh, high five! <laughs> Zena, high five! <laughs> Uh, despite my uh, rage, I got eleven. I tell everyone like you heard what he you heard what the man said. We're all witnesses now. He's confessed. So now we have to take him in forcefully. Geralta <laughs> is finally living up to his expectations and is gonna take banana seven to the forward with an eighteen. Whoa. <laughs> banana seven to the forward. <laughs> uh, Loza, what was your initiative? Eight. Going forward, Banana Seven, uh, you are first to react. What would you like to do? I'm going to, as a bonus action, ward the homunculus with Sanctuary. Warding. First make a wisdom saving throw if someone tries to attack it, and then must choose okay. a, a new target or lose the attack or spell. And then I'm going to rush forward, holding up my shield, and I'm going to use my pike, because I'm going to use the back end, because we don't want to murder him. And I'm going to attack him with the back end of the pike. You may roll that attack. Come on, dice. Don't be a dick. For flavor, yes. do, you, do you jump like directly over the desk to him? Or do you run around the desk? What I'm going to do is I'm going to turn. And I'm even though you don't have to say anything, I'm going to be like, sanctuary. And I'm going to go like, oh, as I'm like, you're protected. And then I'm going to run. And uh, yeah, I'm going to place the shield. And I'm going to jump around and... Almost like I was doing a kick, but with my pike, I'm gonna like side butt the the guy with a twenty one. Definitely hits. Yes. Okay. Ten. <laughs> Ten damage. Yes. So you jump over exactly as you say, whack, and the man wasn't expecting it. He's not wearing any armor, and he just like takes it on the side of his body. And he's, ah. Right. Anything else for your turn? I'm gonna stand looking cool and hold up my shield and be like, "That's what you get for resisting arrest." Fantastic. We, we move on to Hagen's turn. Uh, as a bonus action, he it gives you like this incredulous look with his eyes, like, how dare you attack him? And then he <laughs> disappears in a, in a puff of smoke and reappears on the far end of the massive office, uh, having Misty stepped there. And then he is going to cast Ice Storm. Oh, damn. I need you all to make a dexterity saving throw. Please remember all you have bardic inspiration. I have a question, Tristan. I've got danger oh. sense. Can I see him casting it? It says I have advantage on death 
throws against effects that I can see, so traps and spells. So what I know of the spell here, it says a hail of rock-hard ice pounds to the ground. I'll say because you can see the ice falling suddenly from the ceiling. Yeah, I'll say you can use that. Okay, cool. Tristan, he just needs to make a wisdom saving throw, please. He rolled an 11. Uh, that was not enough. My DC is 13. So it says here, on a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. So I assume he just moves the t- the attack further away, which won't hit Terry. Derry then. Say that. I'd say that. I say, I say uh, Jeff's benefits from that because of the homunculus and what you've done. Yeah, sure. Um, you're all pretty close <laughs> together, so it's it's like Jeff's can still feel the ice pounding his teammates right next to him, having walked in, uh, and the the wispy wet water of them pounding onto their friends. But yeah, I say he doesn't have to take any damage. What did everyone else roll? Oh, damn, I need to roll. 18! Uh, 20, well done. What are the odds? Like, I also have a nat 20. No, I have a nat 20. I rolled 18 plus 2. Oh, I've got a nat 20. So you're trying to dodge the ice shards and hail that suddenly starts falling from the ceiling as magic swirls in these clouds just above this fantastically looking ceiling and just plummets to the ground. I got 8. Xena just hold up an umbrella. Well, (laughs) you do still take damage on a failed save. I didn't uh, what I'll say for the bulletproof umbrella. <laughs> yeah, for flavor you can do that. Um, I'll say though for for Losa, we'll make it even less, um, and we'll just flavor it appropriately. What was Geralt's roll? Seventeen. There's only one person that takes the full damage. Everyone else will take half, and then Losa will will make it even less. So it is. Uh, it's two d eight bludgeoning damage, and then four d six cold damage. Damn. So. In total, uh, if, if damage effects doesn't mean anything to you, in total it's 23. So half of that, do we say it's 11? So you all take 11 except for Salt, who takes 23. And then Loso, we're going to say you take 8 damage. Because you literally just stand there and all of the shards go next to you. And then like one bounces off your shoulder. I'm going to collapse right now because that's me done. I just... down. That, oh wow. That was his, his big attack. That is Hagen's turn, and that has just buffeted you from the skies. Jeffs, it's your turn. Okay, as the captain goes down, I'm going to let out like a no, you know, that kind of... And because I'm still in rage, I'm just going to run with my great axe towards Hagen. So I'm just going to run directly at him, like screaming with... Well, screaming, very... in a manly way. (laughs) Um, Of course. I'm going to run at him, and I'm going to try and basically decapitate him with my great axe. Roll an attack. Derry's famous mental breakdown moment, says chat. Roll damage. Major Uh, Victory has battle music playing, and it's pretty epic. And I think their name is a symbol for what's going to actually happen for us, guys. Here's hoping. Okay, I got... So the damage is is six? Just six. (laughs) Just six. Obviously, the, my, you know, uh, avoidance to violence kind of stopped me at the last I see, moment. yeah. You sort of pulled the, the attack a little bit. I got you. Anything else for your turn, Jeffs? The dice no, because I'm just making screamy barbarian noises. In his face, this massive mountain of a face. man is doing Yeah, with that. spittle yeah. and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Rosa Tears, you're up. So... 
as this guy keeps talking, Losa is just getting angrier and angrier until she starts glowing like a very purplish glow around her entire body. And as the captain goes down, this purple glow kind of shifts away from her and then latches onto this guy, this Orzov guy. And I <laughs> curse him with a Hexblade curse. I love it. Remind me what that I does again? It's a, I can do it as a bonus action. I can uh, choose a creature in 30 feet, target is cursed for a minute. If the curse right. ends early or I die, it's, well, it goes away. Until it ends, I gain bonus damage against it, according to my proficiency. And any attack I make it that uh, 19 or 20 is a crit. If he dies, I regain hit points equal to my level and charisma modifier. Excellent. So it's not, are you the only one who gets the bonus like advantages to attacking him or does your team as well? No, no, it's only, only you. Okay, cool. So that was a bonus action, right? Yes, bonus action. So for my action, I am going to cast a Witch Bolt on him. Yes. All right, so you're rolling with advantage. Wow. Uh, no, I don't get advantage. I ah. just get a better crit. Um, oh, I see. Sorry, so sorry. Uh, that'll be 16. Yep, that hits. He's squishy. It's because he's not wearing his hat. It is nine damage. This bolt goes out and kind of seems to latch onto him as it kind of makes this lightning bolt between me and him and that kind of stays there and crackles between us. He is not too pleased by that. In the, When that connection first uh, is made, he has a, a short, brief exorcist moment where he floats up and then back down and now you see it there and he's like sort of doing this weird twitch as he's not enjoying life. Is that your turn? Yes, my turn. All right, Salt and Xena, uh, you are up next. Who wants to go first or who has the higher decks? Well, I'm plus, so my decks is uh, plus two. I'm also plus two. Can Xena go first because she's conscious? Yes. yes. And, and then Salt, you're going to be making your, your death saving roll anyway. Or maybe Xena yeah. doesn't. Okay, what's up? Maybe you can help me, you know, just saying. So Xena's going to cast Healing Word on the captain. Mm -hmm. And that yeah. word's going to be pomegranate. <laughs> so she goes up to the captain and she puts like a, some hands on him. She goes, pomegranate. <laughs> and I'm going to cast it at a second level. I want to welcome North Star NGN who has followed us. And yes, we are SA based D&D, except for Tristan and Kirsten, but they're OG from SA. So I got five hit points. So least. you got 10. All right. Thank you. And she goes again, you're welcome. And then like, <laughs> lovely. I'm assuming that's a turn. Well, like, I'm assuming I can't cast two spells in a turn, right? Even if Healing Word is a bonus action. Probably it's a wrong rule, but right now for house rules, we're just going to say if it's a bonus action, yeah, sure, why not? But I think okay, you, you're right. And I'm a household person on the douchebag over there. All right, what does he have to roll to say? He has to roll wisdom saving throw of... He rolled a six. <laughs> he failed. I don't even care what my wisdom saving throw is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely not under 10. So um, you heal, uh, Captain, uh, you, you say you're welcome, you turn to him and you go, and he just, already he's like shocking and he's got black veins coming here from his hex blade curse and you just hold him and his arms go to his sides. Then, and held. then I go, Zena, and she walks out the door. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I, 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 I regain consciousness and I like make this big gasp of air. It was I was prone, but uh, while I'm prone, I see I see Hagen and I, like you son of a bitch, and I'm gonna do a sacred flame. So basically, my garish. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So he needs to do a deck saving throw, and the DC is twelve. He fails. I love it. I love it. Nine. He takes nine damage from your sacred flaming uh, and is now looking rather wounded and beaten and looks like he could probably only take one more hit. That's your turn, yeah? Yeah. And I just, yeah. I always yell out, team, we almost have him. Let's go. Three. Top of the round, Geralta. And I'm going to whisper to myself, in with the winning blow. Come on, Geralta. And then I'm going to, as a bonus action, cast Wrathful Smite. Which, the next time I hit with a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration, I deal an extra 1d6 psychic damage. Mm. Oh. So I'm going to try and... You're playing as Paladin very well. Yes! And I'm going to try and attack him. Uh, mm-hmm. Natural 20! Wow. I believe it. That's hectic. That's good. That's yeah. really drama. Also, they must make a, a wisdom saving throw. Or be frightened of me because I'm so amazing, and I'm gonna like leap over the table and run dashing down the corridor to smash him. What's the DC for the wisdom saving throw? Thirteen. He was he rolled a fifteen. Okay, he's not afraid of me. He should be, but it's fine. And you rolled anyone damage. that Geralta arrests is afraid of him. Um, <laughs> seven plus eight, fifteen. Oh my gosh, would you in the world, in the world? In the words of one DM we quite enjoy, how would you like to do this? <laughs> I'm going to leap over the table, running with the butt end of my spear out, and I'm going to do like a, a jump, like this is Sparta, and then I'm going to bop him on the head. And I'm going to go, bop! <laughs> the last thing this man hears before he, before he passes out is bop. <laughs> And uh, yeah, he goes down. He goes down. He's unconscious. And then I'm going to do a little dance around him. And I'm going to be like, Peralta back in the game. Geralta, forgetting my name. Back in the game. (laughs) You are out of combat. Well done, everybody. Good job, team. Secure the the prisoner. I'm going to... uh, Oh, right. Uh, Climb up and carry him like a bag of potatoes. I probably need to cancel the witch bolt because that thing will continue like frying him the whole time. So I let the oh. bolt and the curse drop at the same time when the captain okay. says. Uh, Jeff, as you pick up the body, you see the the vibrating dark energy around him and the black veins that are seeping up his cheeks dissipate and slowly fade. I'm like scary. Cool, 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 cool. I'm using what would you like to do? How would you like of to... my of my rage to enable myself to carry him? Yeah, yeah. Of... I mean, yeah. for someone like you, it is but another little light body you can carry. Um, <laughs> how would you like to proceed? How would you like to get out of this bank? The way we came, I would imagine. We have the full rights of the law, but let's go back the way we came. Um, I'm just gonna turn to Captain Ol- uh, uh, Salt and say, uh, should we not search his office? Maybe there's some damning evidence we can also present to the Senate when we charge him. Well, we do have the witness, and we do have ourselves as witnesses when he just confessed to us, but by all means, you can assess the room. And uh, let's secure the witness as well. And I turn and I look at Piff, and I say, Piff, you'll need to come with us to make a formal statement. I can do that. 
I'm gonna go up to Puss and be like, are you okay there, little banana split? I saved you. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Incredulously, it's like, yeah. And then I salute the Gerald tank, just go like, Okay, I'm going to go investigate. Also, chat says, Losa wouldn't have stopped the hex unless uh, Captain Salt commanded it. And then she would be like, oops, my bad. I'll let Losa and Geralta do some quick checking, but I think we have enough to, to, to charge him, so we should go back to the station. So I'm just going to lean over to Geralta and say, Geralta, you know those, those wolves at the Senate will look for any little detail to let this scumbag walk free. Maybe we should find something here to seal the deal, as they say. What do you think? True story. So I'm going to say, uh, Captain, you guys can go on ahead. We'll search quickly and meet you. And then I'm going to look. Roll an investigation check while the rest of you file out into the passageway and start making your way down the secret staircase. 18. You you sift through some drawers and, and move around some papers. They're just general documents and whatever. But... With your keen Azorius 99 experience, you notice a false bottom in one of the drawers, and beneath it you find a small lockbox. I'm going to show it to Losa and I say, we don't have time, let's just bring this and let's go, in case the rest of the team gets in trouble. Works for me. Start cool. walking off, like jogging after the rest of the party. You make your way back out and sneakily uh, through the bottom corridor, uh, up through the banana grate, and uh, the, the ghost, the indentured spirit that's there kind of waves you by, um, strange sort of spirit. Uh, and you're out into now the nighttime air. And I'm assuming you will make your way back to New Prague? Yes. 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 New yes. yes. And I cast knock Zero. on the box and then she's like, yeah, now nah, we did it. Yeah, what's <laughs> in the box? What's in the box? Dairy will eat a banana. In victory. Uh, Not yogurt, a banana. Your pride is echoed by congratulations from your fellow officers and you get treated to the familiar affair of getting the job done, as is the only way the Azoria Senate show their congratulations. Inside the lockbox, once Xena unlocked it, you find a list of names of assorted judges and Ravnica officials. Half of them have been crossed out, the last of which is Deputy Senator Brazier. So the final nail in the coffin, as it were, uh, Hagen is put behind bars and given his judgment. A few normal days of report filing ensue, and the detectives attend their next briefing on a normal day of the Azorius 99. In the bowels of the building, the musty air rekindles your unchanging resolve for justice. Another day, another crime to solve. Another criminal for the Azorius 99 division put behind bars. Captain Ray Salt walks in, another file under his arms. And that is the adventure. Yeah, I just want to say, Tristan, Kirsten, thank you so, so much for joining us. Dark Wolf says Tristan was awesome in all capitals. Um, Major Victory has one slight note. He's like, there should have been a nuke and everything should have blown up because cool guys don't look at explosions. <laughs> but other than that note, <laughs> chat liked, chat had a great time. Northstar even made up a song, dashing down the hall, intent on my next sleigh. All the baddies flee, screaming all the way, loud screaming noises. Thank you so, so much, uh, Tristan, for running it. What a, what a really fun adventure. It, it was awesome. Uh, Kirsten, as always, fantastic role playing. Uh, to the players, a huge thank you. Thank you so much for having us. We absolutely loved it. Thanks, Carla. Thanks, everyone.
Cool. Thank you. Just... Can I just apologize for like shitty internet connection and whatnot? I'm so sorry, guys. Okay, cool. So thank you so, so much, everyone. Thank you to the puffers in the chat. That's what we call everyone. Also, I, I appreciate Major Victory using our emote. Boom. It's such a fun time to play games with you. And I hope everyone is doing safe and well and looking after themselves. Remember, you can find us on all the socials at dumdumdie, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E. If you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends, foes, families, and familiars. I hope you're really well and stay safe and have a most amazing week filled with adventure. <laughs> <laughs>